All right, sorry for the. But this is the punk rock moment in the punk rock right now. Hey, what's up, everybody? We need crash the wash here. This is. Don't be a real. Don't go. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Dummy Room Punk Rock Podcast. I'm your host, Nate. This week, this week is a is a very special week because it's a it's a D Cracks week. Three episodes, one for each member. So, uh, by luck of the draw, first up is Matt. How you doing, dude? Everything's fine. How about you? I'm doing good, man. All right. Yeah. How's the weather there? Is it is it cold as shit? I knew I knew we were going to start to talk about the weather. You know, it's always the, it's always the way to get into the conversation, right? It's uh well, it's all right actually. You know, I know that people picturing Austria being, you know, us being in the in the woods in the mountains. I I heard uh, some presidents of the United States talking about Austria as being like wood wood towns and uh, and, and mountain mountain cities. But these times are gone, you know. We no longer live in the woods. We have yeah. cities. We have streets. We have people who clean the streets. But we actually here in Vienna. But to be serious, now in Vienna, we hardly ever get any snow. It's a little bit colder, but last couple of years was fine. You know, it was like a, ever since I live in Vienna for now twenty years or so, we had like three times, you know, three times snow or something like that. So it's actually fine. It's like okay, climate change works well for us here. Uh, the other day, I, uh, I was looking at pictures of I don't even know why, but Innsbruck, mm. and um, it's such a beautiful place. Is is Vienna like that at all? No, not at all. It's like yeah. a total opposite. You know, like Innsbruck is a southwest of uh, southwest of Austria. It's right in the middle of the mountains. Like really, if you if you are in the city, I could, for example, I could never live in Innsbruck. I I, I like to go visit, but I could never live there because you really get a little bit claustrophobic because you cannot look far. Because wherever you look, you're surrounded by by mountains. It's like you're you're like the walls <laughs> are coming closer. You know. Yeah. That's why you know uh, here in Vienna everything's flat. We are far east, and uh, there's no mountains. We are we you can look far. For the, that's why we're also a little bit lucky with the weather here. You know always. You know. So when you have like snow chaos going on in the rest of the country here, it's mostly it's fine. You know while Innsbruck is drowning in snow. I don't know. I don't even know now. I mean it's it's been a while that I've been there. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful city for a weekend, <laughs> and then and then you go back home. Yeah, it looks you like know? a looks like a fairy tale. It is a fucking castle and yeah. all kinds of neat shit. So yeah, yeah. a lot of dwarfs. Yeah, can, can you still say dwarfs or is this politically uncomfortable? <laughs> I, I think yeah, I'm good to say dwarf. Yeah, yeah, you're okay. good. So Jay's not one of them, and that's where he is. How often do you get over there to to hang out with him? Uh, Jay is not a dwarf, no. He is still trying his best to be American. That means he's like eating everything that, that he comes across. And uh, how often do I get there? I mean, I I like to go to visit him, them. You know, I mean, I have a lot of friends in Innsbruck. We have a long history with with all the people there, and uh, it's a uh, you know, it's always like a little bit as I you know, it's always a little bit like like 
maybe like coming home a little bit, you know, you, as, but only for the weekend, as I was saying, you know, you, <laughs> every time you're there, you know, it's always stressful to, to make sure you meet everybody that you know. And that's a lot of people, you know, because there's a lot of bands, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of people involved with, you know, a lot of friends. Then there's Jay and his wife, and then there is uh, Kevin, and there's Lisa, you know, from Monster Zero, and then there's the Magwams, and then there's Paul, and the the list goes on and on, you know, and you're trying to to trying to get together with them as much as possible, you know. And yeah. uh, lately, I always go over, you know, mostly for recording with uh, Jagger Holly, mm-hmm. which uh, which we always do in Innsbruck uh, at a uh, very small, very tiny studio and every time we do recording it's just one room you know it's a very tiny room and uh, we do everything in this room but there's always like a shitloads of people there as well so you're you're just really in the in the middle of the crowd trying to record your guitar or doing your vocals <laughs> while chris from the magrams is staring in your face and uh while kevin is there smoking uh he's uh i don't know can i say can i say everything that he's smoking everybody knows what kevin's smoking yeah so, yeah, you know what I'm talking. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a, sometimes fun. It's, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's always a good, it's always a good trip to Innsbruck. It's always nice, you know. It's a, it's like a, it's like a five-hour drive, five-hour train ride. We here in Europe, we still take dra- trains, you know. Yeah. We like to travel by train, and uh, yeah, it's like it's easy to go, you know. Yeah, I've never been on a train, dude. The what? No, I was supposed to take a train. Uh, years never, and years ago. Are you, did you just say you've never been on a train? I've never been on a train, no. No, I was supposed to go... <laughs> Why? Take, I was supposed to take one from Seattle to San Francisco. This was years and years ago, but it was like a 12-hour trip, and it was on my birthday, so I actually uh, opted to fly, which is worse. I hate flying, but um, that was only a 45-minute flight, and that seemed like better. You know, In hindsight, yeah, I, I wish I would have taken the fucking train, but... Yeah. <laughs> you know, probably would have been a better birthday, but well, uh, you know, he, here in Europe in the last in a, here in Europe in the last couple of years, it's really changed a, a lot. You know, like uh, like uh, inner Europe flights became so cheap. You know, for example, from Vienna to if, speaking of, for example, if you want to go to to the Raduno in Bergamo in Italy, it's like a it's a one hour flight. It would be like a ten hour drive, and uh, from Vienna to fly to Bergamo. L- the last time I was checking, it was like 35 euros, which is, uh, I don't know, 20, like 30 bucks, 30 dollars, you know, just for a flight, you know, <laughs> it's, it, it just became so, it just became so cheap and it became so easy, you know, yeah. so you, 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 you know, we were thinking, okay, we had, the, we had a little bit of this culture here saying, okay, whatever, you know, for this weekend, I have nothing to do, just let's go fucking, let's go to the, the Paris, you know. It's a it's a forty euro flight. Let's spend the weekend in Paris. We know people there. Just crash with them and just hang out. And then the other weekend, you just say whatever. Let's go to London and hang out with uh, Sebi and Lucy. And and you know it became very very easy like that. You know and uh, but of course inside Austria, it's a very small country. It makes no sense to fly. I mean, I could fly from Vienna to Innsbruck, of course, but it just makes no sense, you know. So I'm just sitting on a train. The train is comfortable, you know. You have like Wi-Fi. You can watch whatever movie, listen to music, and have a couple of beers, and uh, yeah. then you're there. You know, it's very easy. Yeah, yeah. See, that's cool. I mean, 
for us to just hop on a flight to to Paris, you know, that's that's so easy for you guys and for us that's like a dream vacation you know a dream getaway so that's awesome well but i think it's also isn't that an american thing also that everybody's very very connected to his car and you people are oh, just yeah. going oh know? yeah yeah it's like it's like when we when we were touring when, when we were touring in the united states a couple of years back we had people coming to the show and they were saying oh, i was just driving for 10 hours I couldn't believe it. You know, I would never sit in a car for ten hours just to go see a, a show. You know, <laughs> it just it just makes no sense to me. It's just like a too, way too much effort. You know, just, and then you gotta get, get back home also. You know, it's another it's like twenty hour drive just to see a thirty minute set of a unknown punk band. I've you, made those drives, those six hour drives to see a show, and the drive home is the only thing that makes it suck. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we do that. We, I mean we do that as a band, but we go there to play. You know, I mean sometimes you know you also have to, you you know after the show you drive back home if if, if nothing is offered for for staying or whatsoever. So you also have to make the way back home. It's horrible, but at least we went there to do something. Yeah. Know? Well, I want I want to I want to talk about you guys touring the U.S. and I want to talk about maybe Jagger Holly and maybe Reduno, but I mm-hmm. gotta talk about the new album first, dude. Before we go any further, congrats on this new record. It's fucking incredible, mm-hmm. dude. Thank you. I, I'm hesitant to say it's my favorite D Cracks album, but I think it might be. Oh, really? I have it in front of me, and I've I've been uh, I've been easy on it so far. I haven't overplayed it yet. Maybe just you, like you, five or six did times. You, did you just hear the music, or do you have the record as a physical copy? Oh no no! I just have the music. I just have oh, the yeah. music. I had, I don't have the okay. actual record yet. So that's kind of what I'm waiting on too. But mm-hmm. um, I've heard all the songs. Yeah, and it's a good one, dude. So I congrats. So. Um, I gotta ask you: Can you pick a favorite song on it? I mean, you know, it's a little difficult, you know, because I mean, we we were, you know, a favorite song. We were recording it last May. Mm-hmm. after the first lockdown we had here so we were kind of lucky that we could go to the studio to record it it was everything worked legal just in case somebody listened to who's like the point of why can't they go to the studio in the lockdown but we didn't <laughs> you know yeah so everything was fine you know we were very close to each other with no mask lots of spitting lots of alcohol <laughs> <laughs> lots of lots of breathing in each other's faces and uh no, I mean, ever since then, you know, I listened to it I, from the from the rough mix to the first mix to the second. I mean, you know, I listened to it like a million times already, you know. Yeah. And uh, but uh, from the from the recording process, from the I'd say my favorite songs are probably the most atypical Dickrick songs, and it's like Lost in the Middle. I would say is one of my favorites because it's a very personal song for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And I say maybe, I don't know. It's like every song has a, I think the record flows pretty well and there's every song has a little bit. You know, it's like I I tried to get, you know, influenced when I was writing it. I was trying to get influenced, of, obviously, with a lot of songs like uh, Kill or Cure or A Reason is a song. It's like very influenced by like bands like, you know, like Riverdale's and stuff like that. And, uh, but also on the other side, you know, I have other, you know, when I listen to other kind of music, I try to write songs like this, but still make it a D-Crack song, you know? So every song kind of has something that I like about it. Isn't that, I mean, it would be weird to say this is our new record, but there's this, this and this song that I don't like, 
You know, nobody's yeah, yeah. gonna say that. <laughs> no, right? nobody's gonna say it. Nobody's there's gonna no say, oh, this to is say our it. new record, but it sucks. The 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 previous <laughs> one was better. You know, the yeah, new one um, is horrible. Don't buy um, it. There are a few little surprises on this one. It's still D cracks, of course, but mm-hmm. the, you guys got a few uh, few new tricks, <clears throat> like like, uh, like on a samurai challenge. Yeah, what that's about it? that. That's just that cool fucking uh, guitar thing you do. You know, it's just. Never really heard that on a D-Cracks record yet. Yeah, we were in the beginning. We thought about in the beginning. We thought about doing this with the vocals a little bit, like you know, like the good, the bad, the ugly, like uh, like the Ramones, like the the Ennio Morricone intro that the Ramones were using, you know. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to actually do this with the vocals, what the guitar is doing, but then uh, it, it sounded a little bit off, <laughs> I have to say. So we decided <laughs> to do this with the guitar, you know. But yeah, I thought about it. I, I wanted to have like a. You know, there's the intro, there's a little surf song as the intro, and then I wanted to, you know, we wanted to go straight in the next song. I think it works well, you know. It's it like does. A, it has a little bit of a of a vibe there, you know, with this with this uh, ch- uh, Japanese kind of kind of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. It sounds it mm. sounds cool. It was just at first listen, yeah. I was like, whoa, this is this is something new, and I, I think it's one of the coolest things you guys have ever fucking done. Yeah, um, but don't worry. Don't worry. It uh, after oh. this, it, everything sounds the same. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> so for all the for all the punk rock people out there, uh, there might be a little bit off. It might be a little bit off every now and then, but it definitely sounds the same as what everybody likes. This is uh, this is certainly a D cracks record, but um, the ambient shake dude is like my favorite D cracks instrumental now. Oh, is That's it? the best one you've done. I love that yeah. one. Uh, it's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird coincidence. Cheers! I got a new, fresh beer. It's a weird coincidence <laughs> with this ambient thing because I was, uh, I was writing the song and I, I, I wanted to. Since we with D cracks, we always kind of, you know, every now and then we do this medication kind of stuff with, uh, you know, 
like Adderall and whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I kind of wanted to to write a song, and 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 I said I was thinking about this ambient stuff. And uh, when the song was done, I was uh, I, there was the news about Roseanne Barr. I don't know if you remember her being canceled and and blaming her racist tweets all on Ambien. You remember that? I do. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, uh, she was like, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't meant. I didn't mean to say this and this and that. You know. I was I was just uh, too too amped up on on if you can't be amped up on Ambien, you know, it's a, you know, <laughs> and I was just thinking, all right, so we got to use this a little bit. So what we did is that's why I was asking you also before if you haven't seen the 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 cover yet on the inner sleeve, we made a little bit like a uh, we we made a one seven inch cover for each song on the record, right? So. The, the inner sleeve looks a little bit like one of these old discography uh, sheets that you find in like whatever, a Beach Boys record or whatever, like Capitol Records presents. And then you have all this, you know, all the releases. So we made for each song, we made a, we made a, we made a, a, a cover art, you know. And mm-hmm. for the Ambient Shake, I used uh, the, the, Roseanne, the Roseanne couch from the show. Nice. I, hope she doesn't, I hope she doesn't get mad about that if she ever listens to this music. <laughs> who knows she likes she likes l7 i heard does she really so, yeah i mean there is an old roseanne there's an old roseanne episode where she's riding on a, on a i think she's taking like a like a hitchhiker or something and she has like a bikini kill l7 tape and they listen to this i think so if i remember mm-hmm. well you know, did you like that show uh, i always loved that show actually i thought it was good well, yeah. I mean, I'm 41 years old, which means I watched a lot of TV when I, in the 80s and the 90s. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and of course, you know, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was in a, in a sense, it was very punk rock because they were saying a lot of things that others that the Cosby Show wasn't saying. You know? Yeah. I didn't like the last how it ended. I don't like how they like won the lottery and shit. Yeah, this is. Really I thought good. that was stupid. You know? so. But this is with most with most TV shows, they end in a bad way, right? Besides. Maybe Seinfeld or something. Uh, yeah, I just had this conversation with somebody. Oh, Stiv from um, Hollywood Blondes. We we're I, yeah, I think it was him. We were just talking about how shows suck when they end. Yeah, I mean because you know, I mean it's a it's a I think it's a money thing. You know, it's a for for a while you make some money with it, and then you realize, okay, nobody's watching it anymore, so we have to stop it. <laughs> and of course, there's you know, so somehow we we have to run into the ground and. Uh, and the writers also like, yeah, whatever. How are we gonna stop it? Yeah, whatever. Make him, make this guy die, and uh, make it feel like okay, it was all just a dream, and they want, you know, I mean, whatever, you know. Yeah, I've always thought those last episodes because they're always a little different. I always thought the show was they wrote the show for the people, and then at the end they they wanted to get creative because they figured it was gonna end anyway. So if it didn't go over well, who gives a shit? Probably. Did you know that there's a last episode of Elf that's only shown in Europe and I think no. not in the United States? <laughs> no, I didn't know when, that. Or, or was the last... Did you watch Elf when you were Oh, a yeah. Kid? I, f- I fucking loved Elf. And I, yeah. I recently got my, uh, my kids watching it. My four-year-old Miles watches right. it now with me. Yeah. So what was the last episode of elf in the united states because i once heard that they had this uh the last episode when he gets caught by the by the by the uh authorities by the whatever the, it's not the police or whatever they whoever catches aliens <laughs> i have no idea no, this, 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 <laughs> I don't the know. space but he got caught by the space force 
And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I, I honestly, but did you have this ending for the show as well in the United I, States? I don't we had it that. here. It was heartbreaking. It was brutal. But probably they thought here in Europe we can take this because, you know, we have a long history of brutal things here in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, probably they were like, oh, yeah, the guys in Germany and in Austria, they can take this because they had to deal with other shit. No, I don't remember how it ended. I don't remember at all. I mean, I watched that as a kid, and you know, I, now we just kind of watched it here and there a little bit. So, yeah. But don't yeah. you think that ever since ever since last March, we all live a little bit like Elf, like everybody's just always at home. Yeah. To, you know, watching TV and uh, stuck drinking at home and, and eating. Once in a while, you can sneak out. You know. <laughs> only yeah, only only if you're disguise yourself. With a mask and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it it does feel like that. That's awesome. So, um, so what you'd use the Roseanne couch for the seven inch single yes, thing? Yes. Well, picture? yeah, yeah. As I was saying, you know, we had this, uh, we had this idea, you know, to have like the the inner sleeve as a little bit like a discography, and you know, as it looks like, you know, we have all these seven inch seven inches actually out, which uh, is so that the, makes the record like a compilation of all this hit singles you know so we, <laughs> yeah. we made for every song we made like a for every song we made a cover i mean who knows maybe in a maybe in some years or maybe who knows maybe we ever do like a, a seven inch box version of serious issues and have like all the seven inches in a box with all the covers you know but that i thought it was cool. a nice idea to make it look like a little bit so yeah. yeah, it was basically it was basically me and my girlfriend. We did the cover together, and you know, we just uh, it was a lot of tears, a lot of bruises, a lot of fighting, and a lot of love. <laughs> and then it was done. The cover is cool, man. I like how it turned out. Yeah, it's it's nice. I like it too. It's a good. It's a. It fits the record pretty well, I guess. So is it mostly her or mostly you that came up with that? Uh. Yeah, fifty-fifty. You know, it's like a, it's me having mostly the ideas, and her having the ability to, to, <laughs> to make it. You know, yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm really, I'm really, really bad when it comes to anything computer-wise. I'm really, really bad. I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, I like to, I like to be like an old man. You know, not, not knowing how anything works. You're you old know, school. I got my, yeah, I mean. Old school is too cool for it to, you know, I like to, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's fine when other people know it better, you know, I don't have to, you know. Let me ask you something. You, yes. uh, I've seen some video of, of you just playing acoustic and, mm -hmm. uh, and she's singing with you. You guys ever write songs together? Because she's, she's a really good songwriter. I mean, this, I've, you know, just the, the single and the, uh, the album from the nuts. They're fucking mm -hmm. great.
it was a great it was a great record actually and i i actually helped a little bit with the nuts record i was writing some lyrics on the, on the on the record and i was helping with some songs and uh the video you saw probably it was it was from a uh i think it was from a japan vacation we once had and the the guys in japan they knew that we were coming and then they they made some sort of a like a welcome party which where they also forced me to play acoustic you know and uh <laughs> and also her we, i mean it was super fun you know it's like like a little bit like a get together with all the japanese guys and then of course i mean uh, why not i can play some songs and then me and her we decided to to you know to sing some songs together but i don't know if we i don't know i don't want to work i don't know i don't want to work with my girlfriend this doesn't end well you know <laughs> Yeah. This, this, this only causes problems, I guess. You know, you shouldn't, you should not be involved. You should be involved with your with your girlfriend when you come home after work, right? Uh, there you go. I agree. It's my is my uh, my opinion because if you're if you're if you're constantly together and then it's important about certain things, you know, you start a fight. Yeah. Then you got all different problems. But yeah, but it would be cool though. I'll just I'm just saying that because she's got a cool voice. You got a cool voice, and yeah, you I both mean, write cool she's songs. She's very talented. She's very talented with that, you know, and she's uh, what she, she, you know, she does her own thing. She should do her own thing constantly. I shouldn't be too much involved with that. So hey, I read something the other day mm-hmm. uh, about uh, about a show you guys played in Mexico, or almost yes. played a show. You got to tell mm-hmm. me about that. I read, I read it. It was in your words, but I want to hear it from from your mouth this time. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. What should I say about that? It. Uh, I mean. We, uh, I mean, I don't know, the, the Mexico, we did one tour in Mexico in 2015, I believe it was. And uh, the whole thing was a, was just a, was just, was just a hell of a trip. You know, it was just really, really crazy. And, uh, but we, we kind of knew what we were in for. I mean, it was a lot of fun. You know, the, the shows that went well, they were great. Because the people were really, really into it, you know. I mean, it was a, it was not really like the Ramones in Argentina, <laughs> you know. But yeah. it was a little bit like uh, you're getting to a venue and you have people that are waiting for you and they want to talk to you and they, you know. I remember I went to in Mexico City. I went to a store and uh, I went to buy some cigarettes and I had like ten people coming with me to take care of me, to protect, you know. To to, <laughs> there was like all these people in leather. Everybody looked like fucking Didi Ramone. And just walking with me to this to this uh, liquor store to buy cigarettes. I was just thinking, how does that look like? There's this <laughs> one guy, you know, just coming with this with this entourage. You know, it the was just weird. Posse of DDs, huh? Yeah, it was just weird. But I mean, the people were really, really, they were really sweet, you know. But you also have to think about you have to deal with a lot of crazy people there, you know. Apparently, like everywhere else, right? Yeah, yeah, and. uh what happened at this one show was that we were really traveling forever. We were stuck in a traffic in Mexico City. I think we were traveling for 14, 15 hours just to get to the show. It was like it was a festival from a radio from a radio station, and they they booked us as being like the headlining band of of the whole thing. 
you know and when mm -hmm. we got there it was a total chaos and the, and the guy i remember i just needed to piss like really really bad i <laughs> i i just you know so i went out of the i, I got out of the van and uh, the promoter came up to me and i said hey, yeah nice to meet you blah, blah blah who gives a shit i need to piss He's like, he was taking me, and I thought he's going to lead me to the toilet, right? He's going to lead me to the bathroom. Instead, he just led me to the, the stage, and he was pushing me on stage. It's like, you play now. It's like, no, no fucking way, you know? <laughs> so we were, you know, the whole thing was off to, a, to a, I think, to a bad start, I guess. And uh, I don't know, there was a... The, there was a shitloads of people in this room. There was a super small stage. We were starting to play. I was playing over an amp. It was the size of a fucking, I don't know, like a stamp, you know? <laughs> it was, it was, but it was loud as hell. And, uh, and, uh, and after 15 minutes, the guy cut us off. And he was saying, yeah, I have to, I, he had some friends. But remember, you know, I, I said we were the headlining band at this thing, you know? So mm -hmm. there were people there. And the guy just cut us off, and uh, he said, "Yeah, there's some friends of his now. They would just want to play some songs." <laughs> like, what? We were like, you know, traveling for 14 hours, 15 hours, 14, 15 hours, and uh, yeah, the guy got a little bit aggressive, and uh, and uh, we got in an argument, and at some point it was like, okay, the 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 tour manager was saying, so we should get going he was talking to him let's get out of here let's leave okay so we left and the next day in the morning we were supposed to play the same venue again and uh the venue was closed by then by the police because apparently the guy went a little bit nuts during the night and uh i don't know he was uh threatening people you know Jeez. injuring people injuring people i don't know if i i heard you know there were rumors of people being dead i don't believe i don't i don't hope so but the police Whoa. was just closing it because the guy lost it you know jesus so that's nuts so of course we didn't play there again yeah. the funny thing the funny thing was though that uh, the people it was our, it was supposed to be our last show from the tour so during that day the this community there the the, the in mexico city they were putting together a show and uh, there was again like 200 people at the show that they put they put they put together on on that on that day. You know, it was a great show. Then at the end, at, the, at another venue, of course. You know, we played like a squat or something, whatever it was. And we decided then on the last day we give away all the merch, the leftover merch we have for free, so everybody got something. You know, and, uh, cool. Is that is that the story you wanted to hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> so I I just remember I just read about it and something about mm. the guy lost his mind and kicked yeah. you guys out and yeah. yeah but you know it's a well, well, well you know mexico mexico is a is a is a great place to go but it can also be very crazy you know there's yeah. a there's a lot of drugs involved there's a lot of a lot of guns involved so i don't know you know yeah. was that your Sounds only time like the united there? states huh yeah it's that it does sound like <laughs> the states um is that your only time you've been to to mexico on yeah. tour yeah yeah, yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to go back at some point, but you know there's been other incidents in Mexico as well. You know our our drummer Mike almost got shot in 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 Mexico. Jeez, they got they got mocked. I wasn't there. Maybe he can tell you about that. I'll ask you know, him. Probably better. You know he yeah. almost got shot and uh, you know <laughs> that's scary, man. Yeah, I mean, but I don't want to I don't want to paint a too too dark picture of the country. You know. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so speaking of you guys coming to the States, 
Mm-hmm. Is the ban up yet? When's that ban done? I see. Uh, I see your <clears throat> alter alter ego started a uh, pardon decracks thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's a. It's a. That's a. No, I don't know. It's a. It's a crazy. It's a crazy story that that a band or people can get banned for something like that. Anyways, you know. I know. I know. And uh, uh, because what what happened back then is we thought we don't even need a work visa because we never would make enough money to even get close to pay taxes you know yeah yeah so what should we what should we need a visa for you know we're just playing at people's backyards and basements and uh and every now and then we play a professional venue right so we thought we were doing nothing wrong honestly you know and uh i don't know that's it was in 2013 so let's see we were trying every now and then in between but you know the people weren't very cooperative so let's see what's happening after in in 2023 so in two years let's see oh it's yeah. a 10-year thing huh i didn't know that well hopefully hopefully i don't know yet uh, you know shit. there's other band there's other bands that i know that that experienced the same thing and they got a 10-year ban you know Oof. the only thing that's different is that we were trying to stick to a story and i was constantly lying then to the <laughs> officer at the border yeah. and they didn't really like that you know no i'll make a couple calls for you mm-hmm. i don't know who to call but i'll like, try who, like, who are you gonna call i don't know i'll call yeah. i'll call jay and <laughs> Tell, say, call. say hi for me <laughs> <laughs> so all right so speaking of jagger holly dude mm-hmm. um we have what do we got coming out? You got anything new for from Jagger Holly this year? You think? <clears throat> You've been <clears throat> well. Anything we can say? <laughs> I know there's yeah. shit. I don't know if we can say it. Maybe we shouldn't even say it. No. The thing is, the thing is with Jagger Holly. You know, Jagger Holly is such a. You know, the the band members are so spread out all over the place. You know, there's the the guys in the United States. I don't even know if you the guys in the United States. They're just waiting. I think I think Steve and Casey, the last time they were recording with Jay was probably with the with the the, the free Europe thing, right? Yeah. So it's been a while. So guys, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean the thing is, you know, Jay is constantly sending me demos. The thing how it works with Jagger Holly mostly is, you know, that uh, he Jay is sending me his demos sometimes on the phone with an acoustic guitar and I sit at home with my garage band and make a song out of it. Right. Cool. So that's, that's how it usually works. You know, that's, that's how we, that's how we started to do it ever since, uh, the, the, the Playboys record. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's sending me, he's sending me whatever he's got. And, uh, then there's the plan about, okay, let's make, should we make a record out of this or should we, uh, should we do something with that? And uh, so, but this constantly happens anyways. You know, there's a lot of plans. We have plans for, we definitely, at some point in the, in the near future, we want to do a double record because we believe that every, every great rock band needs a double record, you know? <laughs> yeah. And cool. uh, let's see how this is going to be. The idea for the double record is, I'm just saying it now. It's like one record is Jay's songs and the other record is my songs. So there's one record that he's going to sing and the other record is I'm going to sing. You know? That's and great. Of course I, and of course, I'm doing the backing vocals on his songs and he's doing the backing vocals on my songs. So we should switch it a little bit, right? 
So th this is the this is the idea. I hope I didn't say anything that I'm not supposed to. <laughs> well, I'll get clearance first. But um, so when you write for Jagger Holly, no, though, I like, think it's fine. It's just say it. It's all right. How do you? You know, you you obviously have a pool of songs that you can pull from, but mm -hmm. how do you determine what goes to Jagger Holly and what stays with D Cracks? I think we already talked about this once, and uh, the one time we were on the Dummy Room, and I was, I think I remember saying that uh, the the popular songs go on the yeah. Jagger Holly side, but you know, after thinking about this, it's not it's not necessarily true that. Uh, I mean, we also have poppy songs with D-Cracks, but sometimes, mm -hmm. lately, for example, lately, for example, <laughs> it was uh, when we were saying with Jagger Holly, let's do this and this and that, I was really specifically sitting down and writing a song for the Jagger Holly record, right? Like, uh, like I did when we did the Christmas record, for example, I had the idea for the Christmas record, I was thinking about, uh, we do this, uh, this little frame with the three instrumentals, right? So mm -hmm. we had the uh, we had the first instrumental, the second and the third instrumental, which was like this ghost, the Christmas past and uh, future, blah, blah blah. Yeah. And I was doing this exactly for that. You can tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was doing I was doing I was doing these songs specifically only for this for this uh, for this record. But sometimes yeah. you know with D Crack, sometimes I I I you know I pick from a from a as you're saying a pool of songs that I have at home because of, I have a lot you know there's a there's also a few there's two songs on a new Decrax record that were intended to be Jagger Holly songs actually but then the, you know I decided to take this for us for example you know hmm. so I don't know I mean but mostly it's uh it's I you know it's I play the, I play my songs then to Jay and if he says this is cool this is nice this we we take this then we do it you know it's his band it's not my band it's it's his yeah. band so whatever he says I do it yeah not 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 everything he says I do it but <laughs> if I agree <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, I know you had said that before, but it's like, man, sometimes, you know, I can just like like Paper Eyes, for example, which is a fucking yeah. great song. It's like I can Thanks. totally see D Cracks playing that, you know, and 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 vice versa. So I just just kinda curious. Mm. I mean, when you're only doing like one song on a record, that's not a big deal, but you're talking about mm. an entire Jagger Holly record written. Yeah, by I mean you I'm is... I'm curious about that too, you know. Let's see how this how this would turn out, you know. So <laughs> I mean, it might, it might for a lot of people, it might end up like sounding like a fucking like a split record yeah. with with D Cracks and and Jagger Holly, which but is I'm, fine. I'm, I'm gonna try not to do that, you know. I'm yeah, gonna try yeah. to still, you know, with with Jagger Holly, we're trying to go a little bit more into this into a power pop direction. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. So so there's a little bit more guitar stuff going on, of course, and there's a little bit more vocal stuff going on. You know, there's a. I'm doing a, a a lot of backing vocals always for Jagger Holly. You know, like you know, but we're just trying out a lot of things. You know, I'm doing a lot of guitar things for Jagger Holly, and a lot of things ends up on the record. A lot of things don't. But we decide that then after we record it. You know, we're saying okay, we leave that in, we put that out, we leave that in, we put that out. You know, but I think I I guess that most bands are doing it like that. You know. Yeah. Well, if it comes out and people fucking complain that you know it's it's too it's a Jagger Holly D crack split, if that's what they think, fuck them, fuck that, because that would be wonderful anyway. So, 
Yeah, but this would, but if this would be, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But if this would be the case, if this would be the case, and it would actually be a Jagger Holiday Crack split, it would also be a Jagger Holiday Crack split, and it would sound a, maybe a little bit different, you know. But yeah. since it's the record still, and I'm part of the of the band, a part of Jagger Holiday, I'm trying to make us make the songs sound like you know they fit in with with Jagger Holiday. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's not supposed to. Of course, it's not supposed to sound like a, like a like a D-Cracks Jagger Holly split. But I know also that when you hear the vocals, a lot of people associate it with you yeah. know and say, okay, this sounds like that, and you know, whatever. There is uh, there's something else that we can't talk about that's coming. It'll be announced uh, hopefully soon, but um, we'll get into that later. Uh, what else can we talk about? The, how about the D-Cracks live record? <laughs> live punk rock Verduno 2019 mm, that's a thing yeah the funny <laughs> thing is the funny thing is i i got a i got i got notice of this being a vinyl when mike sent me the picture of the record you know i didn't know that they want to i didn't know that it's coming out on vinyl honestly i thought it's going to be like a band camp thing and i i didn't know that this this show will ever be released on vinyl. It's funny because it's, it uh, the Punk Rock Raduno show in 2019 was the first show of our tour that we did back then with, with CJ, right? So mm -hmm. we were on a four weeks tour and this was the first show. And usually the first show of a tour is horrible. <laughs> you know? If you ever if you ever followed a band on a tour, if you ever if you ever played yourself in a band and a, and you know that the first show of every tour sucks. <laughs> you know, it's horrible because, you know, you're kind of cold, you're kind of stiff. You don't really know, you know, you don't really get into it. And I got to say for that, we actually played kind of decent. I was kind of surprised. I was just thinking, all right, there's a, there's a few minor mistakes, but this is due to the weather. I have to say, I really have to put this on the weather because the Raduno back then was in the, this was a summer. It was the, one of the hottest summers that we ever experienced over here. You know, it's like a. It was like 110, 100. It was a, 
it was it was steaming hot everywhere. So during the show, in the beginning, everything was fine, and the later the show gets, you know, I was just sweating. I can't, you know, I was sliding on my guitar and I couldn't breathe anymore. And so you know, leave out some vocals and whatever, you know. But it's life, right? Yeah, That's sounds awesome is, though, yeah. dude. It's it's I, I when I heard it, I I I didn't know what to expect, you know. But I thought it sounded great. Um, Franz's brother, you know, made it sound Bruno? fucking fabulous. Yeah, yeah. And, he's uh, a good Bruno is a good guy, you know. He he, he I mean the whole the whole community there, you know, like like uh like france and 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 bruno they they you know they take good care of that you know because they yeah. they still that's a good thing you know they 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 are they are trying to put the music in the main focus you know so they want every band to sound as good as possible also not not on the vinyl or on Bandcamp or whatever but also during the show that's why you if you go to the raduno you have every band with a great sound either either they regardless if they play on the big stage or on the on a small stage or whatever you know so they yeah. take good care of that it's a good thing you know they make also they make bands that usually never have a good sound all of a sudden sound good <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> no it sounds fucking great i was i was surprised that, you know not i shouldn't i don't want to say i'm surprised it sounded so good i'm just it it's coming across as a really good live record and yeah, uh, yeah people are going to dig it man and you know it's another way to support punk rock Reduno, buying it and uh you know they're, Absolutely. they're struggling a little bit like everybody but i think they should do a dvd instead of a record because then the people could also see what's happening on and off the stage while <laughs> these bands are playing and then they understand why the guitar player in the cracks all of a sudden plays the wrong notes all the time. So you you think you look better than you sound? That's what you're saying. No, when you see that the band puts <laughs> some effort in in their stage yeah. presence, you also understand why they some every now and then hits a wrong note on it. It's a, a guitar is a big instrument, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of <laughs> notes to play. Why not play all of them at the same time <laughs> in one song, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean. I, Dude, it's great. Um, you guys gonna? I don't know what they're doing this year. Are they doing a Reduno this year? Is it kind of up in the air? Let's yeah, let's see. It's a. We don't know. Yeah. I I I'm not gonna say anything about this. You know, right. it's a, that's the COVID thing. You know, you can't make know, any plans for any. You you can't go further than you here in, in Europe, in Austria, Germany. You can't you can't even look. I don't know. You can't look further than next. Sunday, you know, because yeah, everything yeah. might change on on Monday. Everything might be different again. So how are you going to plan a festival or a tour or a show or whatsoever? You know, you have no idea. You can you can still hold on to it, but uh, if it's then going to happen, you know, that's not that's not in our hands. You know. Yeah. So is it Unfor like where you guys are? Is it locked down still pretty tight, or is it pretty loose? Right now. We have a we have a we have a very strict lockdown at the moment, and uh, from Monday on, things are opening. Some things are opening again. I mean, like venues and bars and 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 restaurants and stuff is closed since I don't know since a while, yeah. you know. But uh, like shops and shops and, and 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 things like that, you know, like shops and hairdressers and tattoo artists and whatever, you know, they are going to they are going to reopen. Let's see for how long, you know, as I was just saying, you know, now they're announcing it, but, you know, maybe in two years, uh, in two years, yeah, maybe oh, in two not. years, <laughs> maybe in two years we're still there. No, but maybe in two weeks everything is going to be, 
you know, it's going to be closed again. So you you don't know. You know, we were trying, even with the band, we were we were booking uh, like two days at, for as a release show in Vienna, but uh, at, at a venue. But if we can if we can actually do that, you know, I don't think so. I mean, if we do it, we do it. If we can't, we can't. You know. Yeah. So that's apparently what we have to deal with right now. You know. Yeah. And so, uh, I'm pretty sure this is going on for a little while now. Still. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I hope not. I mean, I it, it is. It's gonna it's gonna go this year. I think the rest of the year. But um. How is it? Where are you? Where are you based in in the United States? I'm in Wisconsin, the sleepy near, state near Chicago. I mean, that's how right. I usually describe it. You know, I'm five hours from Chicago, but still, yeah, I, you know, I've been to Wisconsin. I I remember that. Um, so I'm here. Things are trending for the better lately. The past yeah. couple of weeks, the cases have been going down, but still, still very much there and. Uh, uh, schools in my area go back uh, this next week, so finally. All right. I mean, yeah, uh, the little kids, the elementary schools, have been back in for a little while, but now like the the upper levels, the uh, high school and stuff, are come, going back this week. All right. Yeah. Well, Which at is... least they get rid of the kids. <laughs> kids. Or are gone. actually, 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 it's the other way around, right? At least your kids get rid of your parents. I I think that's more important. I think I, I think that the kids they want to. I mean. I mean, which kid always wants to stay at home and always wants to hang out at home with the parents? You know, as a kid, I never wanted to go to school, but I wouldn't have been able to take this for the, this long. You know, I'd have been, I got to get the fuck out of here, you know? Yeah, but just because you could decide, you could choose this yourself. You know, it's the same thing that now, you know, now, now that there's a lockdown and everything's closed, you say, I, you always have to stay at home. When can we finally go back to that time when I want <laughs> to stay at home? You know, yeah. and when I yeah. say when people say you want to come to the show there there and there tonight, I say no, I'm staying at home because it's raining. You know, when yeah. so we finally get back to this to this moment that we can decide ourselves to stay at home, right? But uh, this is beyond our knowledge, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you: when you li- you you were a foreign exchange student here when you were a kid, where that was in New York? Yes. Uh, in uh, in Sayville, New York, in 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 Long Island, New York, New York State. That was. It's like, it's like a small. It's a small. Actually, it was West Islip. It was called, but the school was in Sayville. It's yeah. It's close to where CJ is from. That's yeah. a. <laughs> that's a funny a coincidence, right? Purely coincidence, but I mean, how? I mean, obviously, the United—you come from a small country in the United States. Mm-hmm. This is a great big place, and the yeah. one place that you come to, you <laughs> somehow dumb luck, you happen to meet C.J. Ramon. People know the story, but I mean, did you think yeah. like? Did you think fuck? The, I mean, everybody knows C.J. There. <laughs> I mean, was that something like as a kid? Like, I would have just you know, if I, if I were to go to Austria. And I mm. met, you know, I don't know, Arnold Schwarzenegger or something, you know, or something. I'd be yeah. like, everybody must know this guy because what are the odds that I would meet him? You know what I mean? Like, how lucky did you feel? You mean the the funny thing was that uh, you know when I was a when I was a teenager here in Austria, the Ramones were very underground. I went to I saw the Ramones one in 1994 in Austria, and uh, there were like 200 people at the show at that time, you know. Damn. I saw them one year later in Italy, and there were like five thousand people, right? <laughs> okay. So you have a little bit of the the difference there, you know. 
Actually, when I saw them in Italy, there was a Senza Benza, the band was opening. You know, I don't know if you're aware of them, but they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, they were opening Just from Reduno, for yeah. yeah, they were opening for them at the time. So it was very underground. And uh, so when we went to New York, for us, everything was Ramones, right? So we, me, I went there with a friend of mine back in this exchange thing and uh, we we were walking around New York City and everything was Ramones. You know, everything that we could see, we were like visiting everything that we knew at the time. And uh, and funny enough, our neighbor at, at uh, from our host parents, they had a record collection, they had a lot of old Ramones records and we, for us it was like, of course they do because it's New York. Right, <laughs> yeah. We were thinking. We were thinking. Everybody in New York has Ramones records, and everybody been to CBGBs and Nexus Kansas City, and everybody knows Debbie Harry, and everybody knows Johnny Ramone. <laughs> you know, that's what we thought. And, uh, and yeah, and funny enough, this neighbor used to be the yeah the the freaking the dentist of 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 CJ. Yeah, and that's how we that's how we, they organized this you know this autograph session i still have the autograph at home and uh they just or they organized this you know so when he had to come in to for his whatever dental checkup or whatever they were doing you know yeah they were they organized us to go there and uh it's <laughs> kind of funny it's kind of i i doubt i i honestly doubt that cj actually remembers that because i really don't think so but i always remind ever since we met and ever since then we met a quite a few times, you know, we were touring together and we played also shows together before. And every time I get the chance, I always remind him of that. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of brain, <laughs> brainwashing him, you know? Yeah. So, but I doubt that, I mean, do you seriously think that he remembers that, that he no, meets a Ramones fan? <laughs> no, because, so. no. I mean, <laughs> I it might, he, the I only think th he might have met one or, one or two Ramones fans in his life. Yeah, but the one thing that might, he might remember it's just because it was at the dentist office and he got ambushed, you know, rather probably, than, probably. you know, I mean, he, he plays shows. Of course he's bombarded with fans, you know, going all over the world. But, um, what did your, what did your friends think that were back home that were Ramones fans? Did they believe you? Were they like, fuck off? There's no way you met CJ Ramon, you know? Well, the, the other four Ramones fans here in Austria, I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't really. We weren't really bragging about this at the time because Ramones were not a big deal, so you couldn't really impress anybody with it, anyways. You know. So it was like the punks. The punks that I that we were friends with at the time. They were more. You know, it was a little more political what they were listening to, and uh, Ramones was not really the thing. You know, we were pretty much the only. It was just like a small group of people who were. So we could brag amongst each others. You know, it's like you remember. When we met CJ, yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. You know, we couldn't really, we couldn't really do much there. You know. Yeah, just a cool so, thing though. Absolutely, I like to remember it. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good memory. So, so kids, keep going to the dentist. You might meet a Ramon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's not many left, so good luck, right? Yeah. All right, so the new record, man, March twelfth, coming mm -hmm. out soon, dude. It's too Thank bad. You. You can't, Thank you know, you. you guys can't do the usual hit the road for half a year and play for everybody, but... At some point we will, you know, and uh, someday we're all going to hold hands and, and smile and go go back to not going to shows and don't give a <laughs> shit about bands, right? Yeah. That's what it, people do, right? Yeah, well, that initial 
you know, that first wave of tours that hits, whether it's, you know, in the fall or next spring or next summer or whenever it is, man, I mean, those shows mm. are going to be fucking packed. You yeah, know, I hope it. so. I mean, it's going to be well, a lot of love. So. And then I, I really do hope so. I mean, a lot of, a lot of bands and a lot of people are scared of that saying, oh, we can't get a slot. We can't play. We can't, but I hope that it's going to be like that. Right. I hope that yeah. there's going to be a load of bands that, that are going out and saying, okay, we have to do this and not just the big bands, also the small bands. And I hope that people are appreciating this and going out to shows because let's be honest, you know, in the last couple of years, it was a little bit of a struggle, right? So sometimes, you know, you were really, you were trying hard to get people to come to shows, you know? Yeah. And I hope that people appreciate this now after this, whenever it's going to be over, who knows? And then that people are really coming and people are really interested. It seems to be like getting better anyways, but I think it was getting better already, even before the COVID thing already, that people were more interested in it again, you know? Yeah. I guess so. You guys come to Canada Mm -hmm. on the next tour and I'm going to, I'm going to get my, uh, my passport ready and I will fucking be there. You don't have a passport? I don't have a passport, no. That's a that's a so that's a, such an American thing to do to not have a passport. That's the first thing you get when you're born here in Europe. You get a passport, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, but over a there, passport it's like and you're... a cigarette. <laughs> and, yeah, but I mean, for you guys to to travel to, like you said, to Italy, it, it's it's not really that big of a deal. But for us, I mean, yeah, I, I, know. I mean, we, you I got, mean, now you, you know, really travel. now not anymore. But when I was a kid we had uh, border checks to go to Italy, you know, because we didn't have the EU, you know, when I was a, when I was a little kid. But, you know, now it, it's like you travel from one country to another without any, you know, without any, any, any checks or nothing, but you still go to another country, right? Yeah. It's like you would travel from Wisconsin to Illinois and all of a sudden in Illinois they speak a different language and have different money. <laughs> I mean, different money they don't have any, we don't have any more, but it's a different language, right? They have tolls. They have toll booths in Illinois. Yeah, they don't have those it, in Wisconsin. That's what always was weird when I was, you know, yeah, but first driving to do, into Illinois. But, but the toll booth has nothing to do with where you're from. This is what everybody's got to pay. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I've been to Canada a bunch of times, but they used to just, it used to be open. You didn't need a passport when I went there. But since then, a few years ago, they changed that. So now mm. I need one. And I haven't yeah. been there for years. So, but I'll be there for D cracks next time you, you play in London or Hamilton or wherever the fuck you play. Yeah, well, let's see. Maybe, maybe someday we play in the United States again. You know, <laughs> well, if we, if yeah. we ever, if we ever, if we ever, I mean, we, we, of course, we were informing ourselves. You know, there's a, there's ways to play legally in the United States, and uh, there's, there's ways, but it, everything needs to be organized there, and that, you know, it's a lot yeah. of work. So we, we were deciding we just wait what happens after the ten years of the ban. If then still nothing changes, we have to. We want, not that we have to, but we want to uh, organize this in a, in a different way. You know, I know from Canadian <laughs> bands, I know from Canadian bands, they just get like a, like a work visa, like an artist visa for the entire year. It costs, uh, I think with Steve Adamick, when we were touring last time in, in, in Canada, he was telling about, it costs like a thousand bucks for the entire year or $2,000 or something like that. But therefore, you have an artist visa for the entire year, so you could, you could make two tours in the United States. You know, it costs yeah. you two thousand dollars, and then you just have to get this money in, and the rest is then up for you. You know. So well, let's see. 
Yeah. Sooner or later we can do it. We can play it in the Dummy Room Festival. Yeah. That yeah. you were organizing <laughs> in Wisconsin. <laughs> right. If if you got if you guys can uh, be allowed back in the country, I'll I'll see what I can do about getting that. So yeah. it's the least I could do for you. <laughs> you know, right, it's, it's not it's, it's not it's you know, with the United States it's not just the the, the shows that we are missing there because we we also have a lot of friends there that we would like oh, yeah. to see again and uh there's there's a lot of you know, it's just not a nice feeling to be banned from a country. You know? Yeah. yeah. Especially when you talk about the United States, which is the land of the free. It's the land of the free, but not for you. Not you for D cracks. Yeah, yeah, not for us. Thanks. <laughs> thanks uh, thanks obama all right all right man well it's good talking <laughs> to you dude yeah to you too we're gonna move on to to the next guy here so all right all right take care matt we'll talk right. again later thanks see you around bye <laughs>